Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on July 17th, 2020. Today we are reviewing the newest Hulu released movie starring Adam Sandberg titled Palm Springs. It is a, a twist on Groundhog's Day. If you've ever seen Bill Murray's Groundhog's Day. And a little bit of a 50 First Dates maybe, kind of, not really. Not really. But I, I was just trying to draw another comparison. Uh, Happy Death Day. It's another just repeating movie. Yeah, I never saw that movie. It looked too scary for me. Uh, so we're going to bring out the patent pending movie scale as we do in every episode. We're going to rate it. Uh, it's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's actually down to 92 right now. I think uh, 89 audience. Spoiler alert. I think that's way too high. Just we'll, saying. We'll discuss. Let's get into the show. 20, 10, 5, High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk. Smash. You can put it on the board, yes! Okay, so this is going to be spoiler heavy as always. Uh, we tweeted out, follow us on Twitter at Within the Lines Pod. Within Lines Pod? Within Lines Pod. Within Lines Pod. No, the. Uh, we're going to start tweeting out the movies we're going to be reviewing ahead of time. So, tweet also, it on Sunday. Shout Saturday. out 
shout out to me last episode saying, uh, yeah, I don't think any new movies are releasing. And then one of the movies I've been waiting for released <laughs> like two days later. And also be sure to uh, check out Within the Line Sports. If you haven't heard and you're falling behind, uh, we launched a separate Just Sports podcast. So if you've been wondering why our episodes are shorter, it's because we're splitting them in two. So, or if you you don't like the sports part, congratulations, you don't got to hear it anymore. <laughs> we released a uh, MLB over-unders on Wednesday. So Palm Springs tie. Yes. Andy Samberg, Kristen Milano, she's the mother from How I Met Your Mother. And oh, uh, really? Yeah. She looks too old to play a mother. What? She looks too old to play a mother. Or too young. Too young. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty sure that's she's her. 34? I thought she was like 20. Also, J.K. Simmons. Uh, otherwise known as? J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. And Spider-Man. a lot of other things, Jason. That's all I know him from. He's in a lot of other good shit. I always think he's the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. No. J.K. Rawlings? No, that's Harry Jimmy Potter. Rollins? J- it's like J.K. Token or something. I don't fucking know. Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> um, so, yeah, spoiler heavy. Uh, this movie is getting a lot of critical acclaim. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. 84% on Romantic Critic. 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, 95% of Google users like this movie, Ty. Yeah. So, pretty much the story. Just to give it a brief, you know... Adam Sandberg's stuck in this time loop, and he plays the same wedding day over and over, relives it every day, gets this girl stuck in it, who we later find out he's been hooking up with this entire time, or at least X amount of times. She gets stuck in the time loop, and then they're in the time loop together, reliving the same day with another guy, Roy, played by J.K. Simmons. Yep. Um, And then they have to, you know, it's a a rom-com. Fall in love with each other. Break up, not break up, but get mad. Get mad. Typical Fall up, back down, and back up. It's a rom com. It's it's, a, it's the exact rom com layout, just a different premise. Um, yeah, and then they get out of it at the end. Spoiler alert. We we told them spoiler alert. I don't feel bad. <laughs> um, let's get into the movie scale though. Jay. So yeah, do you want to do the scale and then I'll talk about why I think it got so high on Rotten Tomatoes because I do not think this is a ninety two percent movie. Let's do the scale so we okay. see where your score is and then we'll kind of discuss afterwards. Okay. Um. Plot slash story, what'd you give it? I gave it a 15 out of 20. Okay. Seven and a half out of 10, if you look at it that way. Um, I like the story. I thought it was, uh, it, it took a unique spin on the Groundhog's Day kind of idea. I did knock it down a little bit, though, just because it, it's not an original idea. You know what I mean? And to get that upper echelon, 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 however you say that word, of scores, I feel like you got to be more original of a screenplay and that this wasn't it. It's not saying it was bad. It's just, you know, I'm not going to give it a 19 or a 20 for that. Um, but they took a good spin on it. Um, there were some things that I guess it also goes into characters that I wish they would have explored more that were kind of like not explained. Um, and it, it felt like it felt like they were only at an hour 30 and it felt like they kind of stretched it a little bit to get to an hour 30. I think they had time to maybe do some more explaining some background, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? I feel like they kind of just brushed by some things. You said it'll fall into characters where we can discuss more. Yeah. Okay. I give it a 17. Okay. Um, I thought it was a little bit better than you did. I thought, again, it's something that has been done before a lot. Yeah. Um, but I liked their twist on it. I liked the Roy character being someone who fucking, you know, accidentally got stuck in it, held resentment, and just kind of showed up at periodical yeah. things fucking with them. Um, and usually it's kind of a situation where people are trying to actively get out of it. Yeah. And the difference here is this character was kind of just comfortable and he just accepted it. Yeah. And was just living life with himself, repeating the same day over and over. Yeah. Which I thought was different. Um, I also liked the aspect where, if you think about it, if you're basically immortal, infinite amount of time to live, 
they finally were like, hey, you have nothing but time. She fucking became an astrophysicist like yeah. in it. I like that to where it's like you have nothing but time. You can become an expert in whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, you, again, nothing but time. I yeah. like that aspect to it, how it played into that. Um, I also liked the – I guess it will get into characters with that. So we, uh, 17. I thought it was good. I, li- I think it was a premise that was used already, yeah. but a nice little different twist approach to it. Okay. 17. Visual slash cinema, cinema, cinematography, Ty. What'd you give it? So I can't talk today. I give it an 18. Wow. I thought there wow, okay. was really, really, really quality, good-looking shots in this. I think between the overhead of him in the pool, between them in front of the – in the cave, um, a couple of shots in the bar, a couple of shots at the wedding. There was a lot of very artistic-looking, great use of color, good shots. Only reason I didn't give it higher is because the earthquake-looking thing was fucking terrible. Yeah. Earthquake looked terrible. It looked like high school movie someone tried to make an earthquake. It only had a $5 million budget. But other than that, I think with how they shot certain scenes and the color, the use of color and just, I guess, like the framing of the scenes, there was a lot of... Like, you look it up, there's so many fucking gorgeous stills from this movie. Yeah. They had some interesting shots. What'd you give it? I gave it a 16. I wasn't as, as high on it, I guess. Um... They had some good shots, but I, I don't think there was anything that necessarily pushed it over the top for me personally. Um, I did like how they – it was not necessarily a shot, but a filming technique. How They did it in the beginning where it showed like Adam Sandberg's day or whatever, and then it like – when she goes up and she's throwing the beers at him, you know what I mean, And mm-hmm. like at the very beginning. And then it like rewound it or not rewound it, but it showed her perspective of getting stuck, stuck in the yep. loop and then leading up to that exact same moment to like kind of intersect. Um I like that. I like how they they did that twice. They did that with another thing too. They did that when he was all depressed and sad when she left, and then it showed her like going to the astrophysicist or whatever. They're and sitting kinda on the side of the road, inter you know intersecting again. Um, I liked how they did that, but again, the shots like there was nothing bad. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad shot movie, um, and they did have some good steals and whatnot, but nothing necessarily that there was bad CGI. The goat in the beginning, I think, was CGI because it looked pretty fake. No, yeah, the earthquake and the goat. That whole scene is what I took away from. Yeah. That's why I didn't give it anything higher because I thought it was actually – I would have gave it higher if it wasn't for that. Really? I thought, it, I thought it was shot very, very, very nicely. I thought a very good use of color, very use of – like, like you go through, dude, there's fucking so many different incredible-looking shots and stills from a movie with a low budget that isn't an action movie, isn't a one-shot type movie. Yeah. But with what they did and how they shot certain things, I really liked it. Interesting. Uh, key elements. Let me go back to my uh... – chart i actually gave this a very high score i give it a 19 okay um why are you laughing <laughs> i gave it a 16 what'd you qualify the key elements as i laughed a lot okay uh this movie made me laugh a lot and it's a rom-com i don't really care about the romantic side and the romantic side did lack a little to me i didn't i didn't feel sad um but they, they did a good romantic story that part was fine of it but i really like the comedy i laughed a lot in this movie so that's why i gave it very high so 16 for me is like the highest score before it goes into my elite numbering um i thought it was funny i enjoyed it i thought the romance was pretty good just none of them stood above and beyond to me they did a bunch of different things really good you didn't think i laughed a lot in this movie i laughed a pretty good amount it was funny i laughed a pretty good amount but i wasn't hysterically laughing at any points or anything this might be the the movie i've laughed the most at since stupor genuinely i can't definitely not for me oh no good boys is probably number one but besides that i don't know I laughed at this more than I laughed at, like, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I I don't know. Am I missing something? 
besides Good Boys? I, I think something like Thor Ragnarok I laughed a lot at. Uh, Deadpool movies I laughed a lot at. But that was all before Good Boys. Yeah, yeah Good I laughed Boys. at this way more than King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island's considered a comedy. At least that's what it says right here on Google. I didn't, dramedy. Cons- I didn't consider that a comedy. It was a dramedy. Yeah. Maybe Jumanji Next Level. That movie. Don't was get me wrong. It was. It, I think they did everything good. I laughed. I felt like there was, you know, romance. I liked the repeating day twist and how they did different things with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Sixteen's good. Sixteen good score. Characters, Ty. What'd you give characters? I gave characters a seventeen. Okay. Um. I really liked Andy Samberg's character. I really liked Roy as the side character and like the family members and stuff. They had a couple of funny lines. Um, and then the, the, what the fuck's her name? I don't know the love interest name in this movie. The chick, the second uh, character, Sarah. Yeah. We'll go with Sarah. It is Sarah. Yeah. I thought her character was really good too. Yeah. Um, I also loved the fact that she kept waking up in this room and like, we joked about it on the first time you see her wake up and it's like, why was her phone dead and not plugged in? Like what the yeah. fuck? And then you find out it's because she was in a different room hooking up with the fucking groom. Yeah. And I liked that, how it was like she was having that internal internal battle the entire time that you don't even realize until farther later down the movie. Yeah. And that's why she's like, I can't keep fucking doing this because I wake up and feel like a shitty person every single morning. Well, maybe they, she shouldn't have fucking slept with her it's sister's true. groom the night she before the have. wedding. She how does that happen? How do you let that happen? Great question. What a shitty sister. And dude. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Fairly shitty. I still feel like if I, if that happened to me, I'd still be more mad at the family member. Because it's like, obviously, you'd be mad at the significant other, but you could break that off, and obviously, you'd be hurt and everything, but it's like your family member. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be bad. Very bad situation. But I did like that part of it to where, like, this is why she couldn't continue repeating this. So I gave characters a 16. Okay. Um, on a surface level, I really liked all of them. Adam, Sam, Adam, Andy. Adam? Andy? Andy. I always call him Jesse Eisenberg. I get them confused a lot. <laughs> uh, Andy Samberg, he was good. I really liked the girl. Um, all the side characters I thought were really good. I didn't do like my actual breakdown like I normally do. I probably should have. I really liked J.K. Simmons as Roy. I thought that added a different dynamic into it. Absolutely. Um, I liked Misty, just the dumb girlfriend that gave me some laughs. <laughs> she was funny. My biggest complaint about characters, and again, this kind of goes with uh, I feel like they could have made this a little longer or maybe cut some things out and replaced it. They didn't really go into depth on Andy Samberg's character at all. So you have Sarah, who, you know, she's dealing with this internal battle where she slept with the groom, whatever. Andy Samberg, like, doesn't want to get out of the loop. And I know it's like he's comfortable. But, like, there was a scene, too, where he didn't want to talk about his past. Like, they did set it up like there was going to be some sort of maybe he's a loser. Maybe, you know what I mean? And they didn't go into that at all. And that's what I didn't like about it. Yeah. I think that was part of the characterization for him to where it was like he doesn't he's just done this and accepted that this is life to where he doesn't even fucking remember what life is without this. So he's so hesitant to leave it. Yeah, they just because, you know, he says I like, feel like oh, they could have done gone more in depth. You're probably right on that. I don't disagree. Um, but I know there's the line like, oh, you know, we've hooked up like a thousand times, like saying he's been in there and repeating this over and over and over and over and over and over and over. He was high on mushrooms, but he was like, I don't remember what my job was before this or whatever. Like, you know, I think that was part of it was that he was the character who was just fine being in this and didn't want to get out. And I think that could have been made stronger, though, if they showed what he was like before. You know what I mean? Because the the girl had the whole thing of being like a fuck up. Her family didn't like her. And then, she's, you know, like 
But you're right. You're right. They did a lot more characterization for her than him, and even Roy, to where Roy yeah, was Roy pissed. had the family. He, yeah, he was yeah. pissed off and trying to get revenge and like would fucking torture him until he fucking he said you know until he got yeah. hit and was in the ICU. Yeah, and then he just chilled out and he was like you know I'm, I get to see my daughter. And he's like little Timmy over there is gonna water his shit tomorrow at the same <laughs> time or whatever. Like it was funny. It showed a character you know growth and development with him. Much more than it did uh, Andy yeah. Samberg's character. So and I'll agree they, with that. Did they explain, this is kind of going back to, back to plot, did they explain how he got into it to begin with? Who, Roy? No, Andy. Oh, Andy? No, just they, like they, just left, they just left everything out yeah. for him. They, it was a very long time ago. They didn't show him originally getting into it. They showed Roy getting into it and the girl getting into it, but they didn't give any yeah, backstory for him. They could have done it. something small, but I guess it doesn't really matter that much. I, I think they could have, um, but... I think overall the characters really, really I enjoyed all of them. Uh, I had something else about that too. God damn it, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Done fucked up. We we're talking about Roy and oh the ending. So Rai was like we we're not debating it, but we were talking about it. So the ending after the credits, you watched that right, where it shows J.K. Simmons going up to Andy Sandberg. So that was J.K. Simmons still being in the loop. J.K. Simmons still in the loop. Yes, that's what I thought. Andy Samberg not being in the loop anymore. That's his first time experiencing that day. Never met Roy before. It's a different timeline. Yes. Okay. Riley thought it was something else. I don't know. No, because they basically escaped the loop, but J.K. Simmons was still in the loop. And that's a different Andy Samberg. That's pretty that's much. A di- that's an Andy Samberg who was a family member at the wedding the entire movie to where they didn't know anything that was going on. It was their first day. That was a uh, uh, in a video game where it's a non- where it's like a robot. Sure. What are those called? AI? Non, non-player characters? NPC. NPC. That was an NPC, <laughs> Andy Samberg. Yes. And that was basically to show Roy, like, I don't know who the fuck you are. This is my yeah. first time living it. They got out of the loop. Does Roy ever get out of the loop? Yes. That was the whole point of that. They sent him the message, this is how to get out of the loop. We're going to try it. If you come and if we're not the same people, if got we're it. not in the loop, you know it worked. And then he blows himself up. He blows himself the fuck up. <laughs> What'd you give it for enjoyment? Let me go back to my document. I gave it a 16 out of 20. Okay. That's Eight. go ahead. 18. 16 is a would not go out of my way to watch again, but would watch again and recommend to someone who's not watched it. Um, 17, 18 is would watch again, would recommend thought about the movie for the coming days and weeks. I cannot say I thought about this movie yesterday, which was the day after I watched it. Um, I also don't know if I would, I would not, not turn it on. Like if I was showing someone the movie for the first time, I would watch it again. But I would never be like, hey, let's just watch Palm Springs again. But that's just the kind of person I am. You know that. So for mine, super fun, well executed, absolutely will be rewatching. Um, absolutely. I really like this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a perfect, you know, you were saying they had oh, time. Fuck you okay there? Hurt. Yeah, go ahead. You were oh. saying they had time to like add on to it or whatever. I thought it was a perfect hour and a half, short, fun movie. They told the contained story, easy to watch. It, it just felt like they struggled for time with some things like. I don't know. I like, didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling. Some of the montages or even like, I don't know. I feel like they could have replaced some of the things they did put in there with other things. But that's just nitpicking. I I mean, I would have to rewatch it again, I guess, to see any of that. But first time through, I didn't I didn't feel that at all. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a perfect short movie um, that was very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it was a fun movie to watch. I liked it. So what was your final score? 82. Okay, I got an 86. That's pretty high. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I'm i fine with it. That's an 84 together. 
84. <laughs> what? Okay. Nothing. Uh, what was your theory? So my theory with this movie being a 92% is obviously it's a good movie. I gave it an 82. I feel like there's two things going in play here. One, um, everything going on in the world uh, that I think that absolutely at least impacts some people's perception of this movie just because it was absolutely a turn your brain off rom-com feel good movie uh you know king of stat like all the movies that have recently came out like eurovision i mean was turn your brain off too king of staten island was more kind of like thought-provoking and kind of emotionally tied um holy shit now it says 99 percent on Ron tomatoes what i said 92 when we started oh that was just a, a glitch it's still 92 um <laughs> people feel stuck in the same day every day so i feel like it might resonate even to some people just because definitely with quarantine so i think that naturally had an impact on some people i don't think that's why it got so high my theory with this so when you take rotten tomatoes ty what question are you answering as a recommend is it rot is it good or is it bad right yep there it's not it's very hard to say this movie's bad yeah it's not like you're not rating it one through ten it's not like critics are rating this 9.2 on average out of 10 so I feel like it's one of those movies which isn't like amazing, you know what I mean? Like but it's good, it's good enough. It's good movie where most people will be like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yep. So it's like it, it got a B. I mean, it got a B on our scale, an 84. And for most people, it's like, "Okay, that's fresh." So it just it kind of like grazed in. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, I get you. Cuz you could have equally a similar movie. You could have a movie that's just a little bit worse than this. Let's say Law Abiding Citizen, for example, because that's what the critics seem to think. <laughs> Where it's maybe a little bit worse than Fresh. Where a lot of people are like, that was an enjoyable movie, but I think it's a little bit lower than Fresh. So a lot of people are going to think that, and then it's going to lead to like a 20% that doesn't properly reflect how good it is. And that's when things like IMDb are useful. And I think it got a 7.7 .7 out of 10, which still is pretty high for IMDb. Metascore was 84 exactly with us. What? <laughs> um but i do think the time absolutely also kind of helped because like you look at some of the greatest rom-coms of all time i mean this one's not a rom-com but i just pulled up the notebook i've never seen it but i know a lot of people love it that's just rom only There's, got 53 i don't think that has any com only has 53 percent of Ron tomatoes 51st dates some people consider the greatest rom-com of our generation 45 percent in rotten tomatoes if 51st dates comes out tomorrow i think it's a certified fresh movie i really do i think people need something a feel good. Don't have to think about it too much. With what this movie was, and it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but I do think that elevated elevated it for those critics who think of movies in a more critical light. I think they might have not done the same for Palm Springs, just because they enjoyed it so much. So they kind of turned that part of their brain off. I mean, maybe I do think the repeating the same day over and over thing absolutely hits home right now. Yeah. Um, I just think it was a good fucking story, man. Better than Fifty First Dates. I think overall it's a better movie, yes. Wow. I think 51st Dates is good. That's Ty's recency bias. I thought you said that's like your favorite rom-com of all time. You love that movie. No, it was up there. It's one of my top Adam Sandler movies. But I don't think Adam Sandler movies are breathtaking. I think it would... So don't get me wrong. I enjoy that movie just as much as I enjoy this movie. I don't think that movie's going to get any scores for cinematic. I don't think that movie's going to get, um, you know... That's it. <laughs> a better score on the scale. But I think it'll get a similar enjoyment. I think this is a similar enjoyment to that movie, but better elements all around to give it a higher score. That's interesting, Ty. I enjoy it very much. 
So what's like your favorite rom com of all time? That would probably be um, Crazy Stupid Love or love Friends with Benefits. <laughs> I think that one is that a movie that critics don't like? Probably. Crazy Stupid Love has a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seven point four on IMDb. Friends with Benefits, sixty eight on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not even is that fresh? It's just not certified fresh, right? Yeah, I think it's a Well you have to get to be fresh sixty? I think seventy. Seventy five, seventy. Well, no, because if it's at 68, you said it was at 68 or 60. Oh, for fresh? Yeah, just regular oh, fresh. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe 60. It looks like it because there's a 52 that's rotten and a 65 that's fresh. I don't know. This was a good movie. I don't think it was necessarily. 82 is fair. That's exactly what I thought it was. I told Riley, I was like, that's a low 80s movie for me. It was 84. Oh, 82 for you. Yeah. I thought it was a high 80s movie. Mid to high. I think 86 is perfect for me. 84, though. Um,. A movie above it, onward, below it, uncut gems, with eighty three, okay. only beat uncut gems by one, um, and, and then eighty eighty four and a half with Birds of Prey. We need to review re- redo that movie. That's on you. That is completely on you. That deserves to be in the good boys, eighty ish range. I think it's about four and a half points too high. Yeah, and I think I gave it like an eighty one, and you gave it like an eighty eight. Some crazy shit like that. It needs to be in the 80s. Palm Springs, though, I, I don't know. I give it an 86. That puts it in the onward category. I agree with that. Is it better than Marriage Story, your favorite movie of all time? That's not my favorite movie of all time. Um, similar. I think Marriage Story probably could have got like a mid, mid-high mid 80s for me. It's a good movie. I didn't enjoy it as much, though. It's not as enjoyable. Because you got to look at all aspects on our scale. Law Abiding Citizens gets 20 on enjoyable. <laughs> it's not going to score as good as you know some of these other movies. What's Jojo Rabbit at? Like 88, probably? 88 and a half. That only has an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. That's the uh, joking about Nazis where people <laughs> got mad. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, Ty. Well, that's our uh, patent pending movie scale. Yeah. Um, we'll keep our eye out. I, I honestly, I don't know how to find what releases now. So I got to figure out how to find that out before I say there's nothing coming out. Yeah, as of right now, we don't have plans for next week. Uh, we're recording this in advance. I am going to be in Zion National Park. Well, I'm actually going to be coming home from Zion National Park the day this releases. Um, and then Tyler's going to be out of town the following week, I think. or the Not the whole week, week after. Though. We should be able to record. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You said it's only three days. So. We'll have another episode coming. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. Figure out what day. Yes, sir. And we'll tweet out what movie so you guys can watch it. Yeah. And know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, we got uh, Prisoners, actually. If you've ever seen Prisoners, came out four days ago. Yeah. On this pod feed. You probably already saw it, but Prisoners. Go watch it. It's it's on our scale. I'm not going to tell you where, but it's on our scale. <laughs> yeah, good thing you didn't mention where it was at. Cause, well, I get that episode technically releases before this one. It does. So. Just not very much before. Releases tomorrow. Still haven't edited it. This is hurting my it's brain. It's a time warp, yeah. This is hurt. We are, we're in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else, Ty? I don't. It was a good movie. Definitely go out and watch it. It's free. Yeah. Can't I can't express that enough. You have yeah. Hulu. It's free. Yeah, absolutely. Go watch it. Meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.